You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Saturdays in Tassie with Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves. That's right. Welcome back to the show for Taz Racing. Join the fun this Tasmanian Summer Racing Festival. Jeevesy, how exciting. We're kindly joined by Dwayne Davey, the head coach of the women's at the Hobart Chargers. Welcome, Dwayne, to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming on. Uh, it's been a, a whirlwind of exciting news coming out of the Chargers set up this week. Um, give us a little bit of insight into how this has played out. Yeah, so for the women's team, um, you know, obviously we've uh, we're in in the throes of pre-season and putting our team together. So we've um, we've been able to announce this week that uh, we've signed Kayla Steindl to our team, uh, who's a former WNBL uh, import and has played uh, NBL one and Siebel, um for probably the last decade uh, in different different spots across the country. Um, so she comes with a wealth of experience. Um, you know, she she brings a lot, yeah, a lot of experience and. A lot of uh, flexibility in terms of the way she plays, being able to play inside and outside, and, and um, you know really adds a lot to our team. So that's a really exciting development for our for our girls team. And then Dwayne, across the across the men's side, obviously you're the you know you're the women's head coach, but some exciting news for the for the men as well. Sam McDaniel coming back uh, for for another stint too. Yeah, that's that's a, a great result for the guys. Um, obviously, Sam had a fantastic uh, campaign for the Chargers boys uh, last season finished off with the, the grand final MVP um, obviously had a bit of a, a checkered season this year with the jack jumpers with a few injuries and things so he's um, you know, itching at the bit to sort of get a bit of a free run and get out there and play so yeah again really exciting uh, two really exciting announcements for our club overall and um, yeah we're, we're I think five weeks away from, from our first game on that uh, first of April so we're itching to get into it Dwayne, this will be your ninth year in a row as coach. Eight year, eighth year as a, in a row. No, not for me. So I've um, so I coached three years, uh, 2016, 17, 18, then had a couple of years off, uh, uh, and then uh, rejoined last year. So this will be my fifth season. Um, yeah, Stewie's been at the helm of the men's team for for a, a bit longer. Well, he'll and, and, and will remain there, I'd imagine, as well. He absolutely loves it. Um, what, what, what changes have you seen across that time in, in, in Chargers basketball, uh, women's program nationally? What, 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 what stands out for you? Yeah, so it has changed a lot um, over the time. And obviously, prior to my coaching, I, I had a reasonably long playing career as well. So um, I guess the professionalism um, of the league has changed quite a bit uh, and the expectations in terms of um, you know requirements of players in terms of how much you're training and all that sort of stuff has changed a lot over the years and I guess that's just a natural progression as, as things go on. Um, and obviously for us as a club, um, we've had, uh, I guess, during my playing days, we were, we were quite a successful um, successful team and perennial, perennial finals contenders. Um, so we've had a couple of, I guess, periods over that time where we've had to sort of reset and rebuild and we're in that phase with the women's team at the moment. Um, whereas the boys, I guess, uh, are still at that pointy end, um, you know, competing for championships year in, year out, um, and we're, we're trying to get there uh, in the girls' side. 
There's absolutely no doubt that you will get there. And as we're quickly approaching um, the, the beginning of the season, what does the, the training schedule look like um, for, a, for a women's play? Could you give us a little bit of an insight into, I guess, maybe just an average week of what, what that looks like at the moment? Yeah, sure. Um, this year we've actually upped the ante a little bit for our girls because we're, we're very much in a, in a development phase. So we're trying to get as much contact time with them as possible at the moment. Um, so we're basically hitting the floor or getting together um, five or six times a week. So that consists of two, um, two main training sessions on a Monday and a Thursday evening. Uh, and then we'll have um, two or three morning sessions throughout the week, which would consist of um, mainly skills development stuff and then a bit of gym work as well. So, um, so we're definitely putting them through their strides. And I think... Uh, I think I've, uh, I did a count yesterday and I think we've done something like 50 sessions since um, since mid-November. So Jeez. a fair bit of work there um, and it does it is quite a commitment for the girls to take on. But um, the exciting thing for us is that we've got 20-odd girls training with a squad that are all um, you know fully committed to it and, and really wanting to take steps forward. So it's um, a pleasing thing for, for women's basketball in Hobart and in Tasmania in general that we've got that sort of interest and commitment. Dwayne, tell us a, a little bit more about Kayla Steindl. Um, you know, we, we know in basketball, uh, one in uh, one superstar surrounded by four role players can uh, can actually get the job done. Are you are you feeling that, that, that Kayla's involvement can elevate you into finals contention, or is a little bit more to it than that? Oh, definitely. She she definitely brings um, some talent, and I guess looking back to the way that we played last year, one of our biggest weaknesses was just a lack of height and a lack of ability to protect the basket defensively. Um, and she, she brings that as well as a, a full offensive arsenal in terms of being able to shoot from the perimeter, but also post up inside. So she really fills a lot of needs for us, um, as well as bringing that, that experience that we're sort of lacking um, as well. Um, but it won't be, um, it won't be a, a one-man band, so to speak. So we've got a couple of kids that are coming through that we really think uh, are going to really make an impact um, for example, Zoe Banks, who, who played um, quite a bit last year, and I think has taken some steps mm. forward over the preseason. Um, we'll also add um, probably a couple of import guards to to, um, to help us get organised and and keep uh, keep the scoreboard ticking over. So, still got a couple of pieces to fall in place in terms of how our final lineup will look. Um, but um, having Kayla having Kayla come in as that first confirmed piece is uh, is pretty exciting. And mate, when you when you reflect on your own time in the game, are you a little envious now of the opportunities for, for local Tasmanians to, to to step into the pathway of basketball? It's a very different time, you know, when when, when yourself and your brother and Andrew Radai and uh, Jarek Chivers and you know all those boys came through. Um, the pathways now are really clear. You know, the the, the jack jumpers are in the state. Um, you know, the, it, it just has provided this lifting aspiration for young basketballers. Um, I know you wouldn't be jealous or, or bitter like like I am, and I reflect on my time. But but um, yeah, like does that like does that kind of resonate with you a little bit that you know maybe you were 15 years too early? Absolutely. Yeah, I think about it quite a bit actually. <laughs> that um, how lucky the kids are these days that they've got so many opportunities. Obviously. Um, the Devils finished up as I was sort of just embarking onto my serious basketball. So mm. um, to have the Jack Jumpers back in the sta- in the state now and, and have NBL basketball here is obviously um, you know pretty awesome for our, our young kids coming through, giving them that aspirational piece even on top of the opportunity that the Chargers present. 
Um, and then obviously facilities will hopefully start to improve as well. Um, and I think things like the Swisher Hoops Academy that, um, that Anthony Stewart, Mark Nash and, and David Bartlett head up, um, just having facilities like that around um, really strengthen the sport and, and the opportunity for kids to sort of get to that next level, which um, sadly, when I was in that situation, that, that type mm. of thing wasn't around and you're sort of left to scratching around on a concrete court in your own backyard sort of thing, <laughs> which, you know, um, is just the way it is. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a really... Really good time for basketball and, and good time to be a, a young person in, embarking on your journey in, in the basketball landscape. Yeah, you're not wrong. I've been down and, and seen Sprint. It is pretty unbelievable. It's a great little spot there um, and a great place to train. Dwayne, what does it mean to you to be a part, particularly uh, I, I like I love talking about this and I love seeing how the Chargers staff and set up are so passionate about driving women in this sport. And, I mean, you're such a and such an an important part of that. Does that mean a, a great deal to you and, and does that provide you with a real, I guess, fulfilment in your own career that you get to be a part of that? Yeah, absolutely. It's one of, one of the things that I do take pride in in the time that I've, uh, I guess, coached the women's team is that being able to provide those young, young women an opportunity to get to the highest point in their basketball, you know, the highest point that they can reach in their basketball. Um, and you know, enjoy it and, and get some, fulfil, some fulfilment out of that. Um, and I guess part of our strategy over the last couple of years um, has been to sort of increase the opportunities and get as many of the players in southern Tasmania that are capable at that level to, to get in and have a go um, and try and try and increase the, I guess, broaden the base in that respect and, and provide as many opportunities as we can um, to sort of to give those little girls something to strive for. Um, you know, I don't have any girls myself um, as a father. I've got all boys in my house, so it's a, a bit ironic in that respect. But, um, yeah, it's always been it's been something that I've taken great pride in, um, trying to, I guess, give that opportunity to, to young ladies in, in southern Tasmania to, to get to wherever they want to in their basketball career. Absolutely. Well, Dwayne, we'd love to chat to you all day. Honestly, it's, uh, it's awesome what you're doing down there, and we can't wait you know, in five weeks' time to, to see everyone hit the courts and um, you're such a massive part of it and we really appreciate your time on the show and we look forward to hearing more about a couple of these imports over the coming weeks and we hope that you'll be able to give us a little bit of inside scoop soon. Yep, no worries. You'll definitely hear from us over the next couple of weeks, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Love it, Dwayne. Thank you so much for joining the show. Thanks, we'll be back after news.